in a class all by itself, my jazz friends. This is the original Sinbad, making it happen backstage at the first HBJF, the Hollywood Bowl Jazz Festival, formerly known as the Playboy Jazz Festival, on a beautiful sunny day in Southern California at the Hollywood Bowl in beautiful Los Angeles, California, talking to Azar Lawrence of the Azar Lawrence Experience. Young man, let me start out by asking you that million-dollar question. What made you decide to start playing the saxophone at such a very young age? And so, at any rate, though, I was looking for what to do. And like I said, I considered cello, but I was like, that's big. I don't want to be carrying it. It was was hard enough carrying the violin. I mean, you know, (laughs) so I was searching through instruments. And then when I heard the alto saxophone, I was like, oh, that's it. And see, that's where my father came in. You know, he was like, oh, yeah, you one of those? Okay. We went down and come to heat. Oh, he goes all out. We Later on, when I got more matured in the business, I found out that what we spent for that alto, I could have gone to New York, got an alto. <laughs> you know, I could have flown there, stayed to spend a week, and bought the, uh, well, you know, they charged us this price. But anyway, that's how that came. Now, let's just stop there for a moment and let the whole world hear how that experience turned out for you. We're talking backstage with the one and only Azar Lawrence of the Azar Lawrence Experience. Backstage at the Hollywood Bowl. Yes, I am the original Sinbad. Let's kick back and hear some of the beautiful music that this young man has made over his career.
in a class all by itself. This is the Mighty P Podcast and the original Sinbad. And of course, I am backstage at the Hollywood Bowl celebrating right along with you one of the most beautiful times I've had in quite some time. Hope you're having a great time as well. We're all just coming out of lockdown from two and a half years of a pandemic, COVID-19. And most of the artists I've talked to had some great stories to tell about being on lockdown or locked in. And right now we're talking to the great one, Azar Lawrence of the Azar Lawrence Experience Band. What a beautiful young man, talented as well. And we just finished listening to some of his beautiful music. And we're going to take back up where we left off. And he's going to finish explaining to us why he chose the instrument that launched his career. He's talking about the alto saxophone. Right here on the Mighty P Podcast, backstage at the famous Hollywood Bowl. And here he is, right here, Azar Lawrence. At any rate, that's how that came. And then later on, uh, I uh, was a friend of mine, Raymond Pounds, the great mm-hmm. Raymond Pounds, mm-hmm. who's uh, on drums on, you know, Trouble Man, or, uh, Stevie Wonder's hits. They said you play with quite a few uh, great ones there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he told me, he said, yeah, man, he said, you need a man's instrument. He doesn't remember telling me that, but he said, you better play that tenor saxophone. Mm-hmm. When he told me that, I said, okay. I went, that's my father went and we went on down and got a tenor. And uh, uh, like uh, two days later, I was perform- I was uh, practicing at the musicians union, and a guy said, hey, man, we need you. Mm-hmm. I said, we need what? He said, come over to this uh, La Brea, a place called Bolick Sound. Well, it was Ike and Tina. I'll, yeah, but say you performed with Ike and Tina on yeah. the Watch 103 Street. Yeah, Charles Wright. Mm-hmm. So after that, after, after the uh, Ike t- uh, experience, then uh, I, it was interesting. A friend of mine, uh, a guy named Billy Skinner, I think his name was, I don't know how I met him, but he said, hey, man, he said, man, if I only had a trumpet, if you got a friend that has a trumpet, if I can use the trumpet, I can get us to gig with Charles Wright. Well, my friend I knew was a football player, but he played trumpet, but mm-hmm. he wasn't really playing it. <laughs> and so he gave. He said, "No, go on, go on, take it." Mm-hmm. And so he, I got the gig with uh, uh, Charles Wright. Now let's pause for a moment and hear some more of that beautiful music from your brand new CD, New Sky. This is jazz in all its colors on the Mighty P, and we're talking to the one and only Azar Lawrence backstage at the Hollywood Bowl in beautiful sunny. Los Angeles, California, at the HBJF, formerly known as the Playboy Jazz Festival. So again, my jazz friends, kick back, relax, and enjoy the music, and most of all, enjoy this interview coming straight from the man himself. It's all real.
Now let's continue talking to Azar Lawrence backstage at the Hollywood Bowl at the first annual HBJF, Hollywood Bowl Jazz Festival, formerly known as the Playboy Jazz Festival 2022. This is the original sitting back here at the Mighty P. Now let's simply take up where we left off at. Uh, uh, right. And you say you did all that around the age of 19? Well, yeah, because I was uh, with Elvin Jones at 19. So mm-hmm. at 18, I, at 18, I was playing with a uh, uh, Horace Tapscott's orchestra. Mm-hmm. You know. And so you know, you did some stuff with McCartney or uh, Miles Davis. Well, yeah. And, and what? How, well, how did that playing with those great legends help move your career forward as well, too? Playing with those great legends like Miles Davis, how did that oh, help? Oh yeah. Your well, I mean, I, I, you know, I was uh, friends with Benny Golson's son. Right. Said, yep. Sure yeah. Was. Mm-hmm. And so he knew everybody, mm-hmm. and he knew Elvin, and he connected me with Elvin, and uh, so uh, Elvin uh, took me to New York and uh, and invited me to stay at his house because I was too young. I was just 18, and so then uh, when I joined McCoy. I was I I lived and played with with Elvin Jones mm-hmm. for two and a half years. Okay. I joined joined uh, McCoy Tyner's band at the age soon as I turned twenty one, because I wasn't supposed to be in them clubs. <laughs> so Elvin just had a way with in it. the club swinging. Yeah. <laughs> so then I joined McCoy Tyner for five and a half years, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, in Toomey James and Toomey, rest in peace, my friend, used to bring uh, Miles Davis to see me at different clubs and. And uh, then I had to, you know, uh, they called me and told me to come down, and I went on down. I ended up uh, uh, doing a few things with him, uh, you know, and uh, we did the uh, uh, Dark Megas album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, what Bobby was that like you know, doing, I guess, basically uh, R&B and a little bit of soul? I mean, what, what was that like, you know, because that's kind of like a stepping away from the jazz genre for uh, uh, music for just a moment. What was that like playing R&B with guys like Maurice White, uh, on with Marvin Gaye, stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, because I did the Marvin Gaye mm-hmm. here, my dear. So what was well, that like playing R&B? I mean, it's interesting because, <laughs> like, you know, I understand John Coltrane, like, Pharaoh Sanders is a good friend of mine, oh, and he was oh, telling okay. me that, you know, they all came up to the, the R&B <laughs> thing. Like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. John used to, uh, Coltrane used to walk the bar. You know, that was that, the honky-tonk thing. And mm-hmm. that's, in fact, uh, Man, George Benson, about six months ago, we were having dinner, and he was telling me that he first met John Coltrane, you know, I think it was in Pittsburgh. And then, you know, when he heard of Coltrane, he said, but Coltrane at that time was playing a honky-tonk style. Mm -hmm. He said they went together to hear uh, Charlie Parker. He said after that, John Coltrane disappeared. Nobody saw him for six months. When they heard him again... Then that's when he he was he had changed and he was sounding like the giant steps and all. Now let's stop right here and hear the title track from your new CD, New Sky. This is Azar Lawrence backstage granting the podcast the Mighty P and the original Sinbad an exclusive interview as we celebrate the return of live jazz right here on stage at the Hollywood Bowl. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you for enjoying the interview. Kick back, relax, and continue to enjoy because there is plenty more to come.
What a rare treat. At the famous Hollywood Bowl, backstage at the first annual HBJF, the Hollywood Bowl Jazz Festival, formerly known as the Playboy Jazz Festival, talking to the legendary one, the great one, Azor Lawrence of the Azor Lawrence Experience, a young man who have played with just about everybody. Then he chose to go solo, and as we say in this business, the rest is his story. So enjoying the beautiful music of Azar, it's time to us for you and I to catch up one more time and hear the story of how he launched his career and got it where it's at today. Right here, first experience, first time ever playing at the Hollywood Bowl. Let's talk about that. And all that. Let's talk about your new release that you uh, came out with this year. And it said it was written in a rope uh, by you during the pandemic. What was that like? Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, how did the lockdown or the lock-in play a part, you know, in, in your mindset, your approach, your feeling, and your thoughts to putting that project together? Well, being a, a composer, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, uh, I had my setup at the house. <laughs> yeah. So being locked up was fine with me. <laughs> it worked out great, huh? Yeah. You got you to gotta stay in the room. Any mm -hmm. artist, you got to stay in the room. Mm -hmm. And so I was composing and uh, okay. and the, the whole backdrop of the, of the pandemic, you know, uh, people needed hope. And so, therefore, New Sky. Mm -hmm. we, played the, we played the song tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, sounded great, too. You really did. Thank you, man. Mm -hmm. Really did. I love that. Thanks. Y'all I mean, guys are nailing it. I mean, it's just great to have jazz back there. It's great to see y'all guys back out there performing live in front of an audience. What is that like? Because you all, you know, being locked down during the pandemic, what does it feel like being back out there with folks screaming and hollering at you? It feels wonderful. It's like, you know. I mean, people need it. I mean, <laughs> our job is to supply yep. the people. Make people happy. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and give hope. And so that's what the New Sky concept, you know, it's a new sky. Look how many yep. different new businesses have, have been so right. created. You're so right. How many different new opportunities mm -hmm. that didn't mm -hmm. exist before now that exist because, you know, of the pandemic. You know, and uh, one time I told McCoy Tyner, you know, this concept we had, I had heard from my brother that uh, pressure makes diamonds. Yes, it does. So pressure makes diamonds. Here we go. You know, it's the pandemic. And out of that, here comes the, the, the wonderfulness of the new sky, the new day. You know, the, mm -hmm. yeah, the new. Is this your first uh, time playing a Playboy? Yeah. yeah. Hollywood it Bowl? Is. It is? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. it so is. How, do you, how do you like it? How does it feel I being out there? Because it's a beautiful uh, arena. I mean, it's great for having concerts. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. I enjoyed it. And we, you know, we were interested in doing festivals mm -hmm. and our music is designed to reach large audiences yes that's why we have that many people i mean it's just to reach philip it fills up all you know and there's no waste like we got why well, they didn't need that guy no i mean everybody you know everybody up there performs a function and it's all working together like everybody's having fun real fun you. you know before we close out uh you know, i would like to ask you what advice would you like to give to young musicians out there trying to find their way in this industry doing what you do but before we do that and there's always a but in this industry let's hear some more of your beautiful music this is azar lawrence from the azar lawrence experience it's brand new cd simply entitled new sky put together, produced, and arranged during one of our turbulent times here in America and around the world. COVID-19, the pandemic, he said he was locked in, couldn't find a better place to be at that time and moment in your life to be locked in, gave some solitude, gave you a chance to be alone, gave you a chance to be creative, and you came out this beautiful CD, brand new, just released. It's entitled, again, New Sky. You're here first right here on the Mighty P Podcast with the original Sinbad as we are backstage talking to the one and only Azar Lawrence. So kick back, relax, and continue to enjoy the music of this young man and this extraordinary interview.
Yes, indeed. You're listening to the greatness of J-A-double-Z, created right here in America by people that look just like you. And now you're hearing it for yourself on the Mighty P podcast with the original Sinbad. And of course, this beautiful jazz music is being done by Azar Lawrence of the Azar Lawrence Experience backstage at the Hollywood Bowl, on the Hollywood Bowl stage at the first annual HBJF, the Hollywood Bowl Jazz Festival, formerly known as the Playboy Jazz Festival. And we're about to wrap up this interview. Thank you so much for granting me this interview, and thank you guys so much for listening. Do what you do. Well, once you lock in on whatever art, whatever it is you're doing in life, you have to do it every day. If you want to, like, the, practice, 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 not only is the way to Carnegie Hall is to <laughs> practice, but it's the way to the Playboy Jazz Festival. Okay. It's the way to... Uh, uh, Always never give up the dream. To the Hollywood Bowl. Hang in there. Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> they also say that if you, for, you know, if you miss one day, you know the difference. If you miss two days, your best friends know the difference. And then if you miss three days, practice, the world knows. Thank you, Mr. Lawrence, for giving us this interview. I can't wait for the world to hear what you had to say because it was very positive and uplifting, and it was right on time. Thank you so much. God bless you, and keep swinging. All right, man. Thank you very much. Take care. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Mighty P. I want to thank you so much for listening to this interview from Azar Lawrence and, of course, the Azar Lawrence Experience. Thank you so much. I enjoyed bringing you this interview. Keep listening to the Mighty P podcast with the original Sinbad because we got a lot of stuff like this coming your direction. Got some more interviews. I spent two beautiful days in Los Angeles, California. I really did. Sunny, beautiful days there. Hot California. Outside on the lawn, interviewing some of the biggest names in the jazz industry. So what I need you to do, keep listening. Keep both ear holes open. And who knows, you may hear someone that you never heard before telling you their story and how they got started in this great industry playing this great genre of music we call J-A-Double-Z. In the meantime, remember this, like telling you this story. Dream big, work hard, and never give up. You too may find yourself right here on the Hollywood Bowl in beautiful Los Angeles, California. You take care, I love you, and don't forget to support jazz in any way you can. (laughs) ¶¶ 